Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome friends to another r slash am I the jerk video. Call me a jerk if you want for asking, but could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? Also, I've set up a channel membership just in case you want to show your support and help keep story time going for as long as possible. So if you love my videos or want to have your comments shown like this one by Phantasm, click the join button below this video. That said, our first story of the day is by PuzzleHeadedDust353. Am I the jerk for telling the man who raised me that he's not my dad anymore? I'm a product of an affair. We found out when I was 14. It led to my parents divorcing. I lost everything when they got divorced. John, the man who raised me, became distant. My mother was a huge mess and I was reeling from realizing that my whole life was built on lies. John didn't want to talk to me anymore and he didn't fight for custody. He made me move with mom. He didn't even talk to me once. He watched me cry and begged to stay and I was on his side. I hated mom and begged him to let me stay and he didn't want me there. He paid child support because it was his name on my birth certificate but that was it. He disappeared from my life and I lost his side of the family too. My aunts and uncles, grandparents and cousins. My mom didn't have a lot of relatives and I had been closer to his side of the family. I had been really angry with my mom, but she was there for me. I lashed out and was not a good daughter, but she was the only one I had. I forgave her. I know what she did to John was awful, but my mother loves me, and that's not something I can say about John, and I need someone on my side. I really tried to get in touch with him, and I tried calling him and trying to meet up with him. He didn't respond. He sold the old house and moved away and his parents didn't even want to see me. I was really broken and I felt really guilty and I needed a lot of therapy to gain some balance and healthy coping mechanisms. It's been six years and he's trying to contact me. I met up with him because even though he ghosted me, I still had fond memories with him and I wanted to see him. He's gotten married again and he seemed to be happy. I referred to him by his name and he said he didn't like it and mentioned that it made him really uncomfortable because he saw me as his daughter. I told him I didn't see him as dad anymore. He lost it and was very upset and told me that he had made a mistake and wanted to make up for it. I told him that I'd already grown up and I really didn't need him anymore. He got even more upset. I felt uncomfortable and ended up leaving early. I feel like a jerk because he is the main victim of what mom did, but I really don't have any sympathy for him. I just see him as the person who couldn't give a freak up about me. Whether or not OP is their legitimate child has really no effect here. The fact of the matter is, product of an affair or not, they raised OP as their father up to that point. From what it sounds, had a good relationship, and when the truth came out, they abandoned OP. Even when OP was fighting to stay with them and contact them and have a relationship, that man abandoned them. So I don't think OP's the jerk at all in this story. I am kind of curious though. In a situation where the kid is 14 and the parents have been together raising the kid together all that time, and then it's revealed that one of them had an affair and the child was from that affair, do you think it's fair for that cheated on parent 
to cut ties with both their partner and the kid? I'd like to hear your thoughts about it in the comments down below. Our next story is by Bit6775. Am I the jerk for refusing to give my stepdaughter her Christmas present from her grandparents if my son doesn't receive one as well? I, 31-year-old female, have been married to Dan, 39-year-old male, for 7 years and had Nick together, 4-year-old male. Dan has a daughter Mel, 11-year-old female, whose mother passed away during childbirth. We met when Mel was 1. Mel's grandparents, Tim and Kim, maternal, used to not be a part of our lives. They never supported my relationship with Dan. They told Mel I was trying to replace her, I didn't love her, and other comments. Dan decided to go no contact as he didn't like how they treated us in front of Mel and how Mel began replicating that behavior. Last Christmas, we all reconciled due to world events occurring. During this time, Tim and Kim only brought presents for Mel and Dan. Me and my parents were also present and we both bought presents for them but it wasn't reciprocated. Nick noted that his sister and dad got a present but he didn't. I didn't like the behavior and knew as he got older it'll become more apparent and I don't want him experiencing that. Me and Dan sat down with them to explain how we felt but they just acted surprised. I suggested we lay down boundaries and how we'd like to approach any gift giving holidays to be better prepared in the future. We agreed that for birthdays and Christmases we'd give gifts to everyone and it was the thought that counted. Throughout this year Tim and Kim only bought gifts for Dan and Mel's birthday. My birthday was in March and Nick was born in April but we didn't receive anything. Not even a card. Sent a text asking if everything was alright, but they said they were busy and wished us a happy birthday. For Kim's birthday, my parents let them stay in their second home so they could go on vacation. They took my parents up on that offer. Yet, when my parents' birthdays came up, they didn't receive a gift or text. At this stage, we were all pretty frustrated, and my parents felt like they were taken advantage of, as Tim and Kim were only nice to them until after their holiday. Last week, Tim and Kim came to drop off presents for the kids, as they'd been exposed and wanted the presents with us, in case they couldn't come over. They dropped off two boxes, both labeled Mel. I texted assuming that they'd accidentally written Mel's name twice and asked which was which. But they told me they were both for Mel. I asked where Nick's present was, but they said they weren't giving him one. No explanation. I was fuming, so I told Dan the situation before responding. We told them that we would not be giving Mel the presents from them unless Nick got one as it wasn't fair and we'd already agreed to gift everyone gifts. They claimed that wasn't fair and we were showing favoritism and how could we withhold a gift from an innocent child. I then said that I'd rewrap it and claim it was from Santa. They posted on Facebook about how I was favoriting my child and punishing their grandchild for no reason. This was met with criticism directed towards me. So as always with these stories, the goal is to judge whether or not OP's the jerk. Categories being OP was the jerk, OP wasn't the jerk, everybody's a jerk in the story, no jerks at all, or not enough info. In this case, I think sadly OP is the jerk, especially if they withhold the presence. The fact of the matter is, whether or not they're still kind of around in the kid's life, they're the maternal grandparents, so they have no relation to Nick at all. The only connection is it's the kid of their former son-in-law. Whether or not being sociable or nice, that's another thing, but OP being the new wife of their former son-in-law, and especially OP's parents, just no connection there. This next story is by Judy345354434. 
Am I the jerk for asking my son and daughter-in-law for a copy of the key to the new house they bought? Two weeks ago, my son, Ethan, 27, and his wife, Jess, 30, bought a small one-story house in the town we live in. After settling down, they invited us for a small party for the occasion. We sat for dinner and talked about the house a bit. Me, my husband, and Jess continued conversing after Ethan excused himself to take an important call. Jess showed me the original key to the house, and I asked if she made copies yet, and she said no. I said she should, and also give one copy to me as well. She looked at me funny and asked why she should. I explained that it's necessary so that it could be used in emergencies. She rudely said, I don't know what kind of an emergency would require you having key to our house. Sure won't be a fire incident. She obviously didn't seem to have any idea that a fire incident wasn't what I meant, and I got offended by her sarcasm. I pointed out that it's not just her decision because this is my son's house as well. She smiled at me trying to be polite and stated that the only ones who contributed towards the house get a copy, and that I really don't need one anyway also assured me that my son will have the same answer for me, basically saying, don't bother bringing this up with Ethan, he'll tell you the same thing. But I did and she spoke on his behalf, the entire argument repeating what she said over and over. Things escalated to her calling me pushy and me telling her she was being unnecessarily rude and disrespectful. My husband and I left in a rush and I felt horrible. My husband went on and on about how paranoid and controlling I was to basically be demanding a copy of the key to the new house. But again, I stated that I was just trying to be helpful and taking extra precautions, since anything could happen. But he insisted I overstepped and ruined Ethan and Jess's joy for the new house, as well as dinner. I genuinely do not think what I said was out of line, and I'm not sure why Jess reacted so intensely. I think my request was innocent. See, I think the problem is, I don't think it matters what you think is innocent. What matters is, is what Ethan and Jess are comfortable with, and clearly Jess just was not comfortable with the idea of giving an extra key out. Whatever Jess's reason is for that, that's how they feel. So OP combating that, asking Ethan if they can, trying to explain why it makes so much sense and convince them, it is kinda pushy. And unfortunately, I think it makes OP the jerk. Our next story is by HopefulCry7158. Am I the jerk for expecting my brother to uninvite my soon-to-be ex-husband and my friends from his wedding? I'm a 34-year-old female. My brother, 31-year-old male, is getting married in a month. My brother's not friends with my friends, but he knows them by association and gets along with them, and he's invited them to his wedding. My soon-to-be ex is also invited. He was invited anyway before I found out certain stuff. My husband and I have known each other since high school, and we shared the same friend group. His friends are my friends and vice versa. Recently, I found out my husband's been cheating on me for four months with another woman, and all of our friends have been covering for him. They all knew and enabled him. I immediately filed for divorce. I came clean to my family about it a few days after I found out. They were all shocked and angry. My dad was more focused on my husband cheating, but my mom was more focused on our friends covering for him. My brother was also upset because he was close to my husband. My husband has left home and he's living with his sister for now. Yesterday, the topic of my brother's wedding came up and he was talking about the seating arrangements with me and my parents. He asked me if I would be comfortable to be seated next to my husband and our friends. I looked at him in disbelief and told him he shouldn't even be asking that question. I'm also upset that he's inviting them after all, especially my friends since they're not his friends at all. 
and he just knows them by association. He said it would be mean if he uninvited all of them just one month before the wedding, and says that he understands why I'd feel uncomfortable, but he doesn't want to be mean. I reminded him how my husband cheated on me, and I got lied on by all my friends who were enabling him. He says he's aware, but I shouldn't insist on him uninviting them because it's his wedding and he makes the rules. I dropped it and didn't continue the conversation, but am I the jerk for expecting my cheating husband and the friends who covered from him to get uninvited from my brother's wedding? I want to highlight that the whole cheating issue is fresh. It's barely been a month since I found out. I don't think OP's the jerk at all. It's their going to be ex and all their former friends that have no relation to OP's brother. Then just being there already alone makes it a stress-filled drama ball of pain, let alone asking if OP's okay sitting next to all of them. I feel like there's some serious brain cells lacking, and OP's not the jerk. Frankly, I would say if they're not uninvited, that you wouldn't go. It's not worth it. Who's the brother gonna pick? their own sister, or a bunch of people they don't even really know. And our final story of the day is by Hugs for Hire. Am I the jerk for replacing the stones in my grandma's ring? My grandma passed away 10 years ago, and when her estate was settled, I ended up with her wedding ring. She didn't leave it to me specifically, but that's the way things turned out. It fits me, but I was already married at the time of her passing. When I got the ring, that was the first time I'd ever seen it. I was close with grandma, but never knew her to wear any jewelry. She must have worn it a lot at some point though, because the center stone and one of the side stones had fallen out. It made me sad to see it that way, and my first thought was, at the time, to save and buy new stones for it so it could look new again. My husband said I shouldn't because, since I already have a wedding ring, this one isn't really mine to keep or wear. One of our future kids might want to use it as a wedding ring and pick out their own stones. The ring sat in my drawer for 10 years and just recently I decided to go for it anyway. We do have kids now but there's no telling if they'll ever get married or if they'll even want to use this ring when they do. They never even met my grandma so why would they? It'd be more appealing to them with the stones in it anyway so I had it restored. The stones are fairly small compared to modern rings so the price wasn't a deal breaker for our family. It was on par with any other gift I might have picked up for myself at Christmas. My husband's annoyed and says I'm selfish for choosing to enjoy the ring myself instead of saving it for others. But it's a ring, not a pie. It'll still be around in 20 years if one of the kids want it when they get engaged. I can't believe I have to ask, but is there any way he's right and I'm the jerk here? Listen, I'm sorry, but you inherited it. You could go flush it down the toilet and if that's what you wanted to do, then it was the right thing to do. It's your property. Why does your husband get to gatekeep what you can and can't do with grandma's passed down wedding ring? That just makes no sense to me and I think OP's definitely not the jerk. If anything, I'm wondering if it's like a insecurity thing, somehow? Like the husband bringing up that you already have a wedding ring, could there maybe be some kind of insecurity there? I don't know. But bottom line, OP's definitely not the jerk. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.